Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Our podcast today is entitled Extravagance. This past week, uh, before I preached my sermon at the Log Cabin Church, I did an anonymous survey of some of our church members, and the question was, what would be an extravagance in your life? One member said, you know, my family eats at home quite a bit, and having a dinner in a restaurant would, would be a treat for us, a real extravagance. Another member said, wow, for me, an extravagance would be a very expensive Swiss watch, like a Rolex. And I I did a little research, and I found out that the cheapest Rolex watch for a man is $5,400. Wow, that's a lot of money. Another member said her extravagance would be a diamond tiara. Another said, oh, I would love to have a maid. That would be her extravagance. And another member said, a trip to Europe, or how about some luxury clothes or jewelry? Are you a person that occasionally goes on a a splurge? You know, something within your budget, but you like to treat yourself. And I think those small little treats occasionally, um, maybe not a $5,000 watch, but something that you do to treat yourself is certainly fine every once in a while. I'm a big fan of occasionally treating yourself. I remember as a kid back in the 50s and 60s, my mother would buy orange juice that came frozen. It was frozen concentrate. But occasionally, she would buy oranges and she would hand squeeze them. We'd have fresh squeezed orange juice. That was an extravagance in our family. In our passage today in the Gospel of John, we read about Mary Magdalene, and she hosted a beautiful dinner a dinner of appreciation for Christ and the disciples. You see, at first, Mary was very upset because her brother, Lazarus, was very sick. And she called for Jesus, and she prayed for Jesus to come and heal him. And by the time he got there, he had passed away. Well, the beautiful story in the Gospel of John is that Jesus healed Lazarus, and he came back to life. And Mary planned this beautiful dinner of gratitude and grace to say thank you. There's no doubt that she was appreciative uh, for bringing her brother back to life. And there's something very special when people gather around a table and they break bread together. And this is the idea that I feel that Mary had. She wanted to make a meal and show her appreciation. Mary's meal seems to be a celebration, but at the same time, it really was a foreshadowing of things to come. This was days before Christ would go to Jerusalem and 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 celebrate that walk into Jerusalem where the palms were were raised where we celebrate Palm Sunday right before his death on the cross. And you know, kings were anointed on their heads with oil as a as a sign of respect. But Mary takes a very precious vial of perfume and she opens this very costly vial and she anoints Jesus's feet with that perfume. She was criticized for it. You know, Judas said, wow, you should never have spent all that money on that. You should have given that money to the poor. But Mary's anointing of Jesus's feet, the same place where the preparation for a corpse to be buried, you start at the feet. 
And so some feel this is a foreshadowing of Mary knowing that the Christ would soon die. How extravagant was Mary's gratitude? She, she didn't care about the cost of the perfume. She wanted to show her gratitude. She knew that Jesus would not always be with her, and she wanted to show this, this heartfelt appreciation. Judas's attitude, who was at that table as well, was very critical. You know, he had a very false attitude where Mary was very true. Her feelings were very true. He was very greedy. He said, you should sell that perfume and give money to the poor. Not because he cared about the poor, but because he was very greedy. Judas later regretted that he sold out Jesus for just a handful of money. Is God's gift of grace very extravagant in our lives today? We'd have to say yes, because we could never be able to do anything to be able to merit God's forgiveness. Christ gave his life, his death on the cross, to give us eternal life and give us abundant life as new creatures in Christ, as Christians. It is freely given to all who will receive it. Jesus came to us as God in human flesh, fully human and fully divine. The Pharisees back in this period of time, they had rules and regulations that you had to follow, relying on salvation to come through your obedience to the law. But Jesus changed the scene. He said, I'm giving my life for the forgiveness of sins. You know, He gave an unmerited grace. We cannot do anything to make ourselves right with God on our own terms. In the book of Ephesians, we read, For by grace are you saved through faith. It is our faith that gives us eternal life. It's a priceless gift. He averted the judgment of God from us, and he appeased God's wrath. Grace, therefore, cost us nothing, but has cost Christ a great deal. Grace was purchased with an incalculable, infinite treasure, the Son of God himself. Christ wants us to embrace this gift of his love in our lives and to remember the new commandment. Not like the Pharisees that we had to follow the law, but Jesus said the new commandment is that we truly love one another. How are we applying this extravagant gift of God's grace in our lives? Are we like Mary where we're just holding nothing back? We're showing love to those around us in very, very bold measures. Or are we like Jesus who's holding back our emotions and our feelings and have counting the cost of material things? Do we struggle with the things that hold us back? What is holding you back in your life for being like Mary and being very extravagant in your love? in your love towards God, your love towards family and friends and those you care about the most? Or do we love God with all of our heart, our soul, and our mind? Mary's perfume symbolizes God's grace through Jesus Christ, because like the perfume poured out of that bottle, his blood was poured out for our forgiveness. There is no extravagant love that Christ has shown us. As we pause this day and we think about the beautiful gift that we've been given, it's an extravagant gift. May we in our lives love those around us and love our God 
in extravagant ways. Would you join me now as we pause for the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses and those who trespass against us. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you.